0: Take a short break. So today's portion we read um, about the whole story that took place between Yehuda and Tamar. And one wonders, why does the Torah, what's the message? Of course there are Uh, A lot of specific details we learn out how important it is to protect somebody's honor, not to embarrass them. It's important that even to allow yourself to fall into a burning furnace as we learn with from Tamar and many, many other important details which there is a lesson from. But one wonders why did the, this whole story, why is it important for us to know the whole marriage, what took place and who, how they were born and what, what, what is it telling us really over here? What is this posse telling us? It seems to be an unflattering tale to say the least about, about Yehuda. So what is perhaps? So I was thinking like this that you see Rashi I think is giving you right in the very beginning. First off, Rashi is and the posse is trying to teach us how we are supposed to look at another Jew, at another person. Here there were their brothers and they were all together. And there was a big mistake made. They all together, they plotted and they went and they sold their brother Yosef. Now after the selling and after the story, now begins finger pointing. Everybody is blaming the other one, who's at fault. Now, Yehuda, having a leadership role, the, bl- the brothers blamed him. And listen to the logic over here, as Rashi says. Why did they blame Yehuda? Because they said, well, they all plotted to kill him. Yehuda said, let's not kill him. Let's, what kind of money we're going to get for killing him. Let's throw him, let's sell him. At least we'll make 20 bucks on the deal. Why if, if just kill the brother like that? with our hands we'll make some money while we're at it. So they said to Yehuda, we listened to you because you told us to sell them. Had you told us to go ahead and send them back we would have listened to you too. So they're saying basically they were in it, they plotted it, they were all together and it's only because Yehuda had the leadership role they're blaming him and they're saying, well you had the power because your position, your persuasion, you had the ability to change things around and the proof is because you, we listened to you. And so now they're blaming him. So what did they do to him though? They pushed him away. They took him down from his greatness, doesn't say exactly what, you're no more leader. So what happened? They pushed him away. So the pasik over here I think in the story is trying to tell us how careful we have to be, even if somebody makes a mistake, and even if somebody can be blamed for something, you have to be careful not to condemn them, not to push them away. You have to try to show them their mistake, you have to reach out to them. He was pushed away, Yuda. So what does the Torah sell right away? He goes and he marries a Canaanite woman. Now that was the same Canaanite woman that when Abram sends Eliezer, he says, I don't want you to marry from these Canaanite women around here. He sends them away to the family. The other brothers, were not sure. There's two interpretation whether they marry their sisters or they marry Canaanite women. And we see later on that Yaakov didn't want his grandchildren to carry his coffin because they were old children, Rashi says, from the Canaanite women. But the only place where we see specifically somebody mar- mar- marries a Canaanite woman, that's only by Yehuda. By Yehuda, it says... He saw Abbasish Yishkanani over there, and he went and he married. it. That's one thing. And then we also see, on the other hand, we see how you can't judge anybody. And you see that even though, on the surface, on the level that you can see, it seems like the person is committing a terrible sin. It seems like he's doing terrible things. And you have an urge to sort of say well give up on this person because he's done You left his brothers and he got involved with Tamar got involved this whole episode over there and yet we know that the Melech HaMashiach comes from all of these circumstances the Melech HaMashiach is going to come so what does it tell us it tells us that we only have A very limited vision. We only have a very finite understanding of events that take place around us. And certainly we're not in a position to judge anybody else, to go ahead and decide that this one is good, that this one is no good, or what this one is doing is wrong. We are not in a position to go out there to pass judgment. Because a lot of times you will find that the abister has his ways of doing things in a mysterious ways, in a mysterious way. And how many times, you know, we think, we look at people sometimes, if they've made mistakes in their lives, maybe they got involved with drugs, they got involved with, even with gangs, with, got involved with bad, bad, bad things. And we say, well, that's a, Hopeless case. Nothing is ever going to happen with that. And how many times do we see that we were wrong? You know, people do are able to turn their lives around. I think the Torah is trying to tell us over here that sometimes people do things, even though on the surface level, they have to take responsibility for what they did. But many times later on you see that what happens over here is actually orchestrated by Hashem and things had to take place the way they did. And I think that that also ties in today being Yutash Kislev, which is the uh, celebration for the uh, release of the Alta Rebbe of prison and also the Rosh Hashanah for Hasidus, the, the teaching of Hasidus is has really uh, taken on a whole new level after Yutash Kislev, and. What is the idea of the is That's the inner, that's the deeper part of Torah. And that connects with the deeper part of a Yid. That there is more than what meets the eye. Just like there is a deeper meaning in the Torah and the deeper understanding, there's also deeper, in every Jew there's a deeper and a more inner level. And we shouldn't stop just at the surface level. We should appreciate another Yid for the depth, for what's really inside, for that neshama. Sometimes you got to sort of ignite it. you got to put it on fire. But there is definitely that panemius, that insight, that love that every Jew has for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And it's just a matter of, of revealing it. And we find a lot of times some people, once they uh, turn around, they actually become great, great, great people. We have many people who didn't start off perhaps on the derech of Torah and mitzvahs and then later on became giants and leaders and they surpassed many of those who started off this way. And yet they're great people and made a tremendous contribution. So nobody can discount anyone and the main thing is to have uh, a true respect and appreciation for every yid, for the neshama and help that person become a better yid. Bring out, help that person become a better yid. And then you will see that all the layers, outer layers get taken away and the person really begins to shine. Shem should help that we should take this day of Utas Kislev in which we celebrate the Yom Tov of Rosh Hashanah for Hasidus to take it and to bring it out in some action, in, action in, 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 in practical action, which would be an increase in the study of Torah, especially in the esoteric part of Torah, and an increase in our prayer to do with more kavanah, with more intensity, with more uh, patience, and also in generally the k'im ha behidur to do mitzvahs in a more perfect way than we've done them. And altogether, we will sort of, go in the paths that the Rebbe's have taught us, and this will be the path that would lead us to the coming of Mashiach and Today is also the yortzite of the Magid of Mezrich, which was the Rebbe of the Alter Rebbe, and uh, they said it's our mutual yontif, being the hilula of the uh, of the Magid of Mizrich, as well as the yortzite of the Alter Rebbe. I also want to mention, it's the yortzite of Avram Ben Yosef Bogart. Mr. Bogart's father may I have a lifting uh, in and um, be good to better for the whole family. And it's a special day, and we should utilize the two days uh, today and tomorrow, and then goes to the Shabbos. So we have a whole three days sort of yumtiv to really be inspired and try to connect in a positive way. Mr. Bogan.